shoot. Pull back, step back, three. Bottom! The handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, he's fouled! And one! He's still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, oh my God! Southern Utah. Oh, Southern Utah is going to do something he's never done. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Out of Whack podcast on this, I guess, throwback Thursday a little bit. Uh, we talked with, um, goodness, Lane Lord yesterday on Whack Wednesday, UTRW women's basketball. Today, it is Abilene Christian men's basketball with me from his beautiful, with it, from his new office, beautiful view, as you can see in the background, Brett Tanner, AC men's basketball head coach. Uh, Brett, you, you got to talk about that view that you get to see almost every day, like on a daily basis. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, shoot. I got the, the practice football field is actually, I, I stare at the football stadium and the soccer pitch. I can watch a soccer game from up here. I watch the, I, I fall into a wormhole every afternoon watching the football team practice. Um, so I don't get a whole lot done after about two o'clock, but uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, Julie and I are very, very blessed, man, for sure. Awesome. It, it's a good time. We had Julie on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and she had the same background, so we love it there at the new Moody Arena. Moody Arena, it's Moody Coliseum, right? Yeah, Anthony Arena and Moody Coliseum. There it is, right there. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna play a clip here, and I I want to play this so that I can ask Brett about his thoughts on this. Um, and, and we're gonna we're gonna play this. He 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 was kind of skeptical when I brought this up, but I'm gonna play this real quick from practice the other day when he was mic'd up. So hold on just a second. What are we listening to? Yeah, <laughs> it's super grueling, baby. Hey, hey, Kodak Black, huh? Who's Kodak Black? Kodak Black. He's he pretty good, though. He pretty good. Is he related to Morgan uh, Morgan Wall? No. <laughs> you know any Morgan Wall? What's a country song you know? What's that song, Duncan? What? That Duncan put us on? Uh, Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Hey, Jay Frank, you got Chupacabra? What do we got going on here? First off, I want to ask you, did Arian Simmons ever answer you that he knew any country music outside of the Chupacabra? No, he 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 listens. So we, we have one day a week, man, where it's we it's on Tuesday. We call it Tanner Tuesday. And on Tuesday, we listen to whatever I want to listen to. Uh, and so I forced them to listen to my music. Uh, every other day is them. Um, but he he likes the Chupacabra song that, that one of our managers is now uh, an assistant over uh, at uh, uh, Harding. Uh, he used to he used to put him on it. So Chupacabra is pretty much all he knows. He he's gotten to know little Zach Bryan uh, because I play it so much. But, um, but yeah, he's he's I'm, I'm trying to help him, you know, broaden his horizons when it comes to music. <laughs> I got to ask you, what's on the playlist on your on your Tanner Tuesday? You know, does it change or yeah. is it a little bit of everything? I, I got uh, I got Zach Bryan, on, a lot of Zach Bryan on there right now. It, I change it up. Obviously, I'm, I, I like Morgan Wallen. I got some old stuff, some George Strait, some uh, I try not to have it slow stuff. You know, uh, I even sure. got some Blackhawk from back in the 90s, you know, um, yes. but uh, I got all kinds of good stuff. But I mix in a little Tupac every now and then um, a, a little Warren G. Um, I, you know, I told them the other day, I was tired of listening to all their stuff. And so I was going to introduce them to like real, like good R and B, good hip hop, good rap. And so I brought some stuff from the nineties back and I, I've got them, I've got, I caught a couple of them bobbing their heads a little bit. You know, I told them it was back when music was on beat, you know, none of this stuff's on yep. beat anymore. Yep. 
Regulators by Warren G. Yeah, that was, that was on the ever. playlist the other day. That was on the playlist oh. the other day. Got me oh, juiced man. up. Got me got me excited. We have a little Return of the Mac on there. Nice. Uh, you know, all kinds of good stuff, man. Oh, good times. The old school, like you said, hip-hop stuff that there was a beat to it. Like, it's That's just right. fantastic. All right, I'm going to play this other clip. And after it's done, you're going to have to tell me what your thoughts are. It's, it's from an opposing team. So I just want your thoughts on what you saw. Just going to end it with a little bit of um, cat action. Let me see. Boom. What'd you think of the trails yourselves drawing right there? Like, did That's it pretty good, pretty man? Good? That's pretty good. Um, I certainly couldn't draw it that well. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen some of those clips. I hadn't seen SFAs, but uh, but I've seen some of those around. That's it's a pretty creative way of releasing your schedule. But uh, next time I see him, I'm gonna have to tell him how to congratulate him, man. That's probably better than any of my guys could draw the, the logo. Well, like it showed there, though, you get to see them pretty early this year. We do. I mean, that's our first right conference that. game, so like. I want to ask, how do you feel about that, that you get this conference started in, like, late November, early December? I'm, I'm, I, I feel great about it one minute, and the next minute, I don't know. You know, I think it's it's new for us. Um, I've done it before, back when we were in the Southland. We played a little early. Uh, we did that once or twice, and um, I liked it because it helps. It, it makes it to where you're not so crammed up in January and February. Uh, but it does take away a couple of really good dates for non-conference scheduling. Um, and then you get in a situation sometimes where you, you know, like I, back when we were in the South and we played new Orleans first, um, and we didn't see them again. It was the only time we played and we didn't see them again until the championship game. And so it was almost like playing a whole different opponent, but you know, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I, I like 20 conference games and I think that's the only way you can do it. Uh, 20 conference games gives us an opportunity to have a, a true conference champion, uh, which is something that I'm a big believer in. And, uh, so I think it's going to be good. There's always going to be some negatives to stuff, but uh, but you know, not playing SFA early. But I don't know who in the league. Pick anybody. They're all good, and um, us in SFA is usually a pretty good one. So might as well get one out of the way right right off the bat. Yeah, and just for the record, you guys see them. Let's see what was that. It's in on December second, and then you don't play them again till February seventeenth. So yeah. I guess the good news is you get them at home to you know that second game yeah. of whack play after you play UT Arlington. Yeah. So I mean, that's, a, that's a, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, but we're playing on the road Thursday. Now, granted it's a close game and, and we're, we're fortunate to where some others are having to travel a lot farther on that opening weekend in between games. Cause everybody has a split that week, but uh, so I'm not complaining by any means, but uh, I think that's the only way you can do it. You can't give one team two road games and what you have to find a way to split it if you're going to do it early. Um, but it's tough not, you know, waiting all the way till February, but, um, like I said, man, the way the way that our games usually end up between us and SFA, it's probably good that we have that much space between us. Um, they're usually pretty physical and pretty wild. Let's talk a little bit about the schedule. Uh, start off kind of with a bang uh, at Oklahoma State, at North Carolina State. Um, you got Prairie View at home. And then you go to the Paradise Jam. I'm, I'm wondering about that Paradise Jam and – maybe the success that you saw Tarleton have last year that you guys can have that similar success. There. I mean, especially after what you're opening up with. I mean, our November is, is uh, not for the weak at heart for sure. Uh, it's probably the worst schedule I've ever put together. Um, but adding two conference games and adding the conference USA whack Alliance didn't really help much. I didn't have much scheduling to do. So uh, the paradise jam, you know, I was just out there last year. Uh, we had signed a contract before, you know, they even played in it, but um, you know, we've, I've been to the Virgin Islands. We've taken a team there before. Um, it's a good trip. 
Um, the travel is going to be a little tough because right now when we signed that contract, travel wasn't as crazy as it is right now, price wise. Um, so we're having to do some crazy things. I think we're going to leave that night after we play Prairie View and, and get there early because it's, you know, it, it's, it's saving us a lot of money. But, um, you know, but it's a great event. We we've if we want to continue to grow as a program. Uh, and as an athletic department, we've got to put ourselves out there. We've got to go play high level competition. We can't keep hiding behind, you know, easy scheduling. And so our our administration talked about it. Let, let's go out there and let's challenge ourselves. And, you know, you, you might take some lumps and that's OK. You grow through it. And um, I mean, I think I think we opened up with San Jose State. I could be wrong about that. But uh, I mean, great opponent to start. We start our season with, you know, at Oklahoma State, at NC State. Uh, Prairie View is going to be really good this year at home. And then we boom, we, there we go. Um, then it doesn't, come any, it doesn't get any easier. We come back and we have those two conference games. And so um, it's a little wild, you know, um, but shoot, I think we'll be tested. Um, I don't think our record is going to matter going into conference, whether we're whether we have 10 wins or whether we have two wins. I don't think it matters. It's all about those 20 conference games. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking at your schedule right now and we'll get into one of the big games that kind of sticks out that we've talked about over the summer. I don't know which one that is, yeah. <laughs> But like we said, you got, you know, you, you, Oklahoma State, North Carolina State on the road to open up, Prairie View. Then you get San Jose State, which you I'm, – I'm sure you're familiar with Tim Miles and what he's been able to do there. Um, and then, like we said, you get University of Arkansas on, in December. Western Kentucky is part of that conference, USA, WAC Alliance. The other game that sticks out, and I know that you probably have talked to everybody about it, but I have to ask you on the podcast, December 17th. Uh, that's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a pretty emotional night. I mean, it's a game you probably don't, you don't want to play like you and Joe don't want to play, but UTEP comes into Moody Coliseum, Reggie Miller's, you know, a grad assistant down there with him too, who played under you as well. Like thoughts on that? Like, is it just one of those unfortunate, that's the way it played out with this Alliance or is it just like, we could have avoided this game at all costs. Yeah, well, it's our fault, right? Like we and we've talked about that. We, we're the ones that finished where we finished in the conference last year, um, so it wasn't a setup. It was it was where we finished. We fell across from each other. Um, we would not schedule this game ever uh, on our own, and uh, I'm not looking forward to it. You know, um, we've thought about announcing together um, that neither one of us are going to be here. We're going to go hang out on the beach. We're gonna we're gonna go south for for a week and let uh, let Jay Frank and Reggie uh, coach the game. So, uh, but. If we have to be here, if our, I'm, I'm guessing our administrations will make us be here. So uh, I think we're going to turn it into a good night, man. Like in typical Joe fashion, um, I had this mindset. We were going to celebrate him and do some stuff, and that's not what he wants. Um, so we're going to celebrate. You know, we went through a hard time, man, in the Division One transition, four years of no postseason. Um, so we're inviting every player, that any player that played during that time frame, uh, to come back and 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 hopefully the night before, Joe and I can take them to dinner and do some things and, and really celebrate all of our relationships that we built. And, and that's 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 how we do things, right? It's all relationship built. And so um, let's celebrate those guys and celebrate together because those are the teams that will never – our championship teams are going to get celebrated. Um, you know, they got banners hanging. And, and, and none of that would have been possible without the guys that played during that transition, which was uh, one of the toughest things I've ever done in my career uh, as a player or special. Um, and so they set it up for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, we we've texted about this, you know, and how you were like, you said you didn't want to play it, and uh, it's just 
Unfor- you know, fans will be like, well, we love that he's coming back. Like, what do you what do you say to those that are like, they don't understand the dynamics there where you don't want to play your mentor, or your you know, guy that you've coached with for so long, you have such a relationship with. Like, what do you say to them? Yeah, I totally understand it from a fan standpoint. You know, I think um, it is fun. And, and we have a lot of obviously Joe and I share friends, you know, here in town. Um, and so we're, we're giving them a hard time about who they're going to cheer for and all that. And it, it better be us because they live here. But uh, but, you know, it, it's been. I understand it. It's going to be fun, but just for Joe and I, man, it, it's a, it's a, it's a week. It's it's a 72 hour time frame that neither one of us are going to enjoy. You know, we've gone through this when we've had to play, you know, coach Beard when he was at Texas tech. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize, but uh, another really, really good friend of ours uh, that we're really close with is Steve Lutz uh, at Western Kentucky. And, you know, here I go, I draw both of them, you know, and, and yeah. I would never schedule Steve and I would never schedule Joe. And here I go, I got to play them both. And so, um, but that deal with Joe, you know, being here, uh, it's going to be a good deal. I'm glad he's coming back. Uh, he's He has not laid his eyes on this facility. Uh, he has not been back. I mean, he's been back to Abilene, but he has not been to campus. Um, but the good thing is that majority are, are not here anymore. You know, we only have a couple. Um, and so that would have been even harder, I think, to come back and coach. You know, I went through it as an assistant when I, came, when I you know, took a job within the league. I had to play against you know, guys I recruited and coached for three years and they, as they whipped up on me. But, um, you know, Joe doesn't have to go through uh, playing against guys that he coached. And I think that's going to help, hopefully, the process. Let's talk about the roster turnover a little bit. You know, Damian Daniels, Tobias Cameron, you know, they, they're, they've run out of eligibility and so forth. I guess my question, and I think a lot of fans are wondering, who's the guy that's going to fill Damian's shoes? I mean, he was your floor general. Like, he made the little he was i don't want to say the little engine that could because he was a big engine like that dude was a a rock right so Mm -hmm. like what who who is a guy that you feel is going to or could step into that role that he was as that floor general well i think it's impossible to fill his shoes um yeah i just actually just talked to him as i was heading to lunch today uh you know it's a special kid that i have a special relationship with uh and we all we will always have it you know and so um, I don't know if you can replace him. It was kind of like we talked about we couldn't replace Reggie. You know, Reggie was – we've had – we've been fortunate to have some special kids here, man. And uh, But I, I think we have some good guys. You know, we signed we signed a really good point guard um, out of Howard Community College. Um, you know, a chance to be a good player. Um, you know, and then, you know, but both of them are new. You know, we have a couple other guys, uh, Nasir DeGru, um from LSU Eunice and uh, Yaniel uh, Rivera, a Puerto Rican kid that played in the NBA Academy. They're both young. Um, so they're going to they're going to probably have to take their lumps and, and, and play through the fire a little bit. Um, so with the junior college transfer, I think it's going to be by committee. And then uh, don't count, don't count out Hunter Jack Madden. You know, I think he you know, we played him off the ball all year last year. But I think he's going to play on the ball quite a bit this year um, just because he can do it. He did it in junior college. Um, we just didn't need him to with, with Damien. You know, um, he did a heck of a job. I probably should have left him at the point when we played SFA here. Um, and then blew a lead down the stretch because I took him off the ball. I should have probably kept him on the ball. But, uh, but you know, I, I think that we'll just have to do it by committee. You know, we're going to have to play a little different. Um, you know, we could – for the last five years, we've been able to get up 90 feet and pressure and do things and take chances uh, because of guys like Reggie and Damian and, and Jay Frank, who's on my staff now. But we're, gonna have to, we're, we're changing things a little bit, not nothing crazy. We're still going to do what we do. But, uh, but we're going to have to make some adjustments because of that. Do you have a left-handed point guard this year? Like you? No, I've been messing me up, man. We ran all of our sets to the left for like the last eight years, man. And uh, I'm sitting here saying, man, should we go? No, we're going to go this way. So it's uh, it's not messing with the players. So I've constantly coached, you know, Coach Crass is having to tell me, Coach, man, 
you know, we don't have lefties anymore. So, um, so yeah, that's been, a, that's been a challenge. Uh, something different you'll see from the ACU point guards, not a left-handed point, not a left-handed strong point guard. So uh, we'll see. I, I want to talk about Hunter Jack Madden. You kind of mentioned him, but what are you expecting from him this year? He's been in your system a couple of years now. Like what, what are you expecting from him? You talked about maybe having him more be the point guard, you know, having the ball in his hands, stuff like that. But like, what are, what are you kind of expect, expect expecting from him? You know, I, I expect him to have a bigger role. Uh, he had a pretty big role for us towards the end of the year, but you know, it always takes transfers. If you're really, if you're a really good transfer, it takes about a semester to really find your groove, you know? Uh, and I think him and, and Ollie both found their groove about Jan- mid January. Um, and so now I expect a full season out of him. You know, that's what me and him have been talking about. I think, He's got to take on a little bit more of a leadership role, some ownership um, in this team. It's not, you know, it's, it's nobody. We've talked a lot about that. It's it's not anybody's team. You know, it's our team. And and, and he's got to take ownership and not defer to anybody else. Uh, I need him to do that. And, and his teammates need that. But uh, I think he's got to score a little bit more for us than he did. Uh, he's got to look to shoot the ball a little bit more than he did because uh, he's really capable. And uh, but I think the biggest thing is just leadership, you know, and 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 being a guy that these 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 young guys can look up to. So we know, you know, Camp Steele, we know uh, Arion, we know Manny Allen's coming back. You know, we know what they can do. I, I, I don't think people really understand what Ali Deba can do. Like what that guy, the athleticism, the strength, the slashing ability. What, what, what are you excited to see most from him this year? Man, Ali has worked really hard. Um, as hard as any player I've ever been around um, in the offseason. He had a, a great spring. Uh, you know, we missed him a little bit in the summer with our foreign tour. He, he went on the tour with us, but he had some visa issues. That was a mess not only for us, but for a lot of people this summer, getting their guys back. Um, so he missed some practice, but, um, you know, he was in the gym every day when he was there. I know because we were coming and doing and, and he was sending videos to the team and doing all that. And then he came back and he's been in the gym. Uh, I think he is shooting the ball. Um, which is something I thought he would never do. I still tell him he can't shoot, but um, he, so hopefully he doesn't watch this, but he is shooting the ball well. Uh, and that's because of the work he's put in. Um, and I think, you know, I think a lot of people have, have figured out his athletic ability, his, his slashing ability. Um, but, but I think he's going to shoot the ball well. I, we need him to have a big year. I think he's a big X factor for us. You know, if he's just a role player, um, you know, he finished, you know, Emmanuel Allen was our leading scorer last year. Uh, we never have anybody who's who's like a score score. It's just not how we play. But right. but Manny was our leader, and and but if you just look at conference play, Ollie was our leader, leading scorer. And uh, some people overlook that. And I think uh, I think Ollie is has the potential, you know, to be an all conference type player. I don't know if he'll ever get that honor, but um, you know, he has that ability. And um, but we need him to be good if we have a chance um, to be good. Yeah, I, I don't. I I think people will downplay him a little bit like you said he has that ability like we saw it at chicago state we saw it with you guys last year like that's why you brought him in here was to be that guy right mm-hmm. yeah we needed big you know we were small we were, we've always been small that's how we survived in the south when back in the day um as we transitioned into the whack and and um you know this is an unbelievable league you're playing against pros every night we had to get bigger on the perimeter and that um big long guard that can get to the rim and be strong with the ball and, um, and as, as we've moved forward we're starting to to add more and more of that to our rock. All right. One last question for you. Everybody's kind of talking about him. Mashai Hill, your freshman, you know, big man. 
when I asked you about him, if he's going to play a lot, you're like, well, I didn't think so at first, but then we went to Germany and he's kind of made my decision a little bit challenging in that. Like, what did you see in that foreign tour that you guys went on uh, over the summer? The kid at his size plays extremely hard. He, he plays ACU basketball already. And that's really hard from any freshman. Uh, I mean, a five, nine freshman or a six, 10 freshman, it doesn't matter. It, all freshmen or transfers or whatever struggle with, um, you know, the detail, the, 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 the fundamentals that we go through and things like that. And what they all struggle to, to, to realize early is it doesn't matter when we get to game day, I just need you to play hard. You know, like we're just trying to work on some things. And when you get to the game and that's why older guys do play a lot more because they, they figured that stuff out. I think Mashai there and just played hard um, and did a lot of really good things um, in Germany. And we played, we played good competition. Uh, you know, I don't know if our competition was as good as maybe some of the other guys in the league got, you know, on there too. I think Cal Baptist played some pretty good competition out there. That good, but, but it was, it was good. Um, it was the best competition that I've gone against in a foreign tour. And so he went out there and he competed, man. Um, and so, yeah, he made, he made my decision a lot harder. You know, we have, we have Leo who's on his third year here, second year to play. Um, you know, we have a transfer big, we've got some other guys that, uh, I thought, man, it's it's going to be hard for Shy to get on the floor, but you just never know. Um, that's a decision we'll make when you know the time comes. But uh, but I'm really excited and pleased with with his progress. I'll ask you about Aiden Gehan when we get to media day in a couple of weeks. So I'll leave him sure. off this podcast because there's a lot to talk about there. But I want to I want to bring up a question that was asked today. Uh, I told fans to send me a question. Uh, Jeff Knight, ACU fan, he. He wanted. He asked, "What are your recruiting game goals, and how is your performance in comparison?" I don't. I'm not quite sure. Maybe your recruiting goals, and how is your performance in comparison? Yeah, uh, I'll have to call Jeff on that. I'm not sure what he means by that, but uh, you know, I, I think it's no secret. I, I've been open about it as as we've transitioned to this league. We've got to get bigger and longer. And I think sometimes when I say bigger, people think that I'm talking about in the post. We, we've always had good size. I mean, we you know, when we went and beat Texas, we had a seven footer, like we, it's, yeah. it's our, on the perimeter. We've had to get bigger and longer on the perimeter. Uh, the way that we guard, you know, um, we've got to have bigger, you know, bigger guys that can, can, can play in the middle third, you know, and can guard the basketball. And uh, I think that that does not happen overnight. Um, some people can do it with the transfer portal and things like that with us. That's, that's not our philosophy. Um, sure. We're going to use the transfer portal to our advantage if we can, but the bottom line is, man, we've, you know, we're going to build a program um, and I, I still maybe I'm wrong, but I still believe that's the way you, we have to do it here. And, um, you know, we've been able to add those pieces and slowly but surely uh, and we're continuing to add those right now. And it's slowly, slowly but surely, I think that'll people will see that, you know, um, it just takes time. Um, and, and Abilene Christian community was really patient with us when we transitioned to Division One, uh, which we were grateful for. And, the, and they were re rewarded for it, you know, um, and I think if they're patient with us now. Um, they'll be rewarded for that as well down the line. Go-to snack when you go home from practice, you're on the road, maybe you're at the airport waiting for a flight. Yeah, you know, here's the deal. I'm trying to do better at all that stuff, um, but I'm a, I'm a gummy guy. Um, and so, and I, you know, I, I lived in Germany. I, ta I talked about that. That's one of the reasons why I was really excited to go back there this summer. And that's, 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 that's what you eat out there, right? So I grew up eating like, gummy frogs and the cherry, all that stuff. It's not the same here, man. When you buy it here, it's not the same. Um, so I, I brought back like four tubs of 
gummies from Germany uh, with me and just enough to where I didn't have to claim anything. And I have just been slowly, you know, and nobody in my family is allowed to touch it. It's mine. And so I go, that's, that's kind of what I go to. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm about out of all of it. Um, so I'm going to have to figure something out because now that I've been back and I've, I've tasted it again, I can't go to the store down here and, and buy anything. It just doesn't taste the same. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Brett, I appreciate the time. I know you got practice here in a little bit and uh, always a pleasure, my friend, to talk yeah. some hoops and ACU and so forth. Always, Kyle. I appreciate what you do for the league, man. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your throwback Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Whack Hoops Digest and Facebook under Whack Hoops Digest for all your Whack Hoops news and information. <laughs>